0: And he was standing on top of a table at one a.m. drinking champagne, <laughs> and Heather was trying to drink the whole, uh, the whole sh- what champagne okay. tower <laughs> worth yes, of there, champagne. There
1: was a champagne tower, and I just, I mean, it's a challenge. You don't want champagne to go to waste. You have to drink it.
0: The extra pack of peanuts travel podcast episode three one eight. While it may be more famous for its pubs. Dublin's Phoenix Park is actually the largest urban park in all of Europe. But unfortunately, it's illegal to drink there, so you'll probably have to visit one of those pubs after all. As someone who has started numerous businesses, including the app that we're going to talk about today, Jetto, I know firsthand just how difficult it is not only to start a business, but then to grow a business into something that can be considered a success. And that's why I'm so proud of the team over at Tortuga Backpacks, especially breaking into a market that can be so difficult to break into travel gear and travel backpacks. I just love the success that they've been able to have. And if you guys listening, if any of you have been supporters of Tortuga Backpacks, if you bought a Tortuga Backpack in the past, and I know a lot of you have, you have played a role in their success as well. So I'm just very proud of those guys. They continue to put out quality, super high quality backpacks. They continue to come out with new and innovative lines. I'm just very, very proud to play a small part in their success and so happy to be able to promote a brand, Tortuga Backpacks, that is near and dear to my heart. So if you're looking for the best travel backpack, you can head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code. EPOP that's E-P-O-P all capital letters that'll get you 10% off your entire order and like I said if you are someone who has grabbed the Tortuga backpack before you're an EPOP listener and if you've gotten the Tortuga backpack and I know that's a lot of you out there I just want to say thank you for helping support such an awesome company you've played a role in their success as well 1, 2,
1: three. I'll show you Paris in the morning. I'll show you hello travel nerds and welcome to the extra pack of peanuts travel podcast the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man who has such a bad case of FOMO that he created his own app so he'd never have to miss out on a flight.
0: That, I guess, is true. Yes. I solved my own problem, I guess. You know, like usually how stuff comes about, you solve the thing that you want or the problem that you're having. I decided to solve that issue, and that led us to our app, Jetto.
1: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So what we're going to do today is kind of turn the tables. And for once, I am going to interview Trav on basically the development, the idea, the, everything behind the app that he created called Jetto. And it's very exciting because it's been a long time. It's been a lot of years that you've put thought and energy into this project.
0: A lot of years. And I guess we'll get into that. But yeah, the origin story of our our app and how it came about. And if you guys want to get it, we'll throw it out here right in the beginning. You can go to Let's Jetto, dot com. It's on Android and it's on iOS. So it doesn't matter what type of phone you have, you should be able to get it. And to celebrate the launch, the official public launch of JETO, some of you may have had it already or heard of it before, but to celebrate the official public launch up until May 1st, 2018, we are running a contest where we are giving away a free flight to Dublin.
1: What? Yes. A free flight?
0: A free flight to Dublin, and we're going to get into why we're go- well, we're sending someone to Dublin. And you can do that by going to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash Dublin, and that'll redirect you to the contest page. And with all the information, but one lucky person is going to get a free flight to Dublin. And I hope, I really hope, it ends up being an EPOP listener. Like that, yeah, would be that even would better. be
1: really awesome. It's totally
0: random, so it's not <laughs> up to me who gets it. But if you enter, you can get more entries and stuff like that by sharing with your friends. So um, the more that you share it, and more people that enter, it, the better chance you actually have. So yeah, go do that. We're super excited to give that away as kind of a cool kick it off promotion for Jedo.
1: So maybe some of you out there are wondering, what exactly is Jetto? So I think we should start by you just giving us a brief overview of what exactly Jetto is.
0: Yeah. So Jetto is an app that you can download onto your phone, obviously, or or iPad or tablet, I guess, as well, that sends you instant notifications when a good flight deal comes up. And not just a good flight deal. We're talking about some really, really great deals, think, from the U.S., you're getting sub $500 flights to Europe. So maybe New York to Amsterdam for $400, stuff like that. So anytime one of these flight deals pops up, you get pinged directly to your phone. And the reason we decided to do that is that there's a lot of sites out there that push all these deals and and find all these great airfares, but you have to go to them or they send you an email or something like that. A lot of times these deals go very, very fast. And so we wanted to create something that you get the notification instantly. You could see it. You could open up on the app. And it's so easy that I I say there's two things that we try to do with Jetto. One, make it instant. Like you get the notifications right away so that if these deals die in a couple hours, you're seeing it before it dies. And two, make it so easy that someone like my mom could use it. So we try to make it super simple in the app. You could see the deal. You could see all the information. And then you can click and actually book a ticket from like you click book it or jet here on the app and it allows you to actually book a ticket right from your phone.
1: So let's talk about the name because I think Jetto is a really fun name and in the app when you're saying like, let's jet here. So how did you come up with the name?
0: I actually have to give credit to the developer on that, to our my good friend Nikki, and we'll get into how we came to meet and all that. But Nikki is the developer of the app, the one who actually does all the tech side of it. I had this idea and I would have been calling it airfare like A I R F A I R like fair prices mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool and witty and actually a yeah. friend of, of mine gave that to me but we said okay are there other names that we might that we might want to have and so anytime that we have a new project coming up with a name is one of the hardest oh, things to do.
1: Yes, I think naming websites or projects, it's its really hard.
0: Yeah, so we started a Google document and we just started putting in any name that we thought might be interesting and probably have a list of 150, 200 names. One day he put in one that was Jetto, J-E-T-T-O, and he's like, yeah, it's like, you know, let's jet two here. And I was like, yeah, I like that because you can say let's Jetto. So you, a lot of people say Let's go. Like, let's go. Let's go on this adventure. And then we thought, yeah, let's Jeto. Let's Jeto. So it's its own little slogan. Plus, obviously, if you break it up, it's jet too. So you're jetting to a certain area. And it kind of stuck. We played around with a lot of names and we thought, no, this is this is cool. It's quick. It's short. It's easy. It's fun. It encapsulates everything that we're about, which is basically creating an app for the spontaneous traveler.
1: Awesome. So, why don't we start at the beginning? Now that we kind of have an idea of what Jetto is and like the fun name. When did this start for you? I mean, how long ago did you first come up with the idea?
0: I came up with the idea at this point probably 3 to 4 years ago. I so there's a lot of sites out there like I mentioned, so you if you guys are listening, you may have heard of Secret Flying, you might have heard of the Flight Deal, you might have heard of Scott's Cheap Flights. So, when I first started um, blogging and all that, I I knew about the flight deal and, and they came about after I started blogging at Extra Pack of Peanuts and doing the podcast and all. I thought, these guys are great. They're finding awesome flight deals. This is great. And I interviewed their founder on the podcast. You can go listen to that. But the issue for me was that whenever I would post one of these on Facebook and say, oh, there's a really cheap flight here, it, it was a lot of information that they wrote out. And it was like, you had to put in... This code to get this, and you know, it was like it was it was a little more minutia than I thought the regular person needed, because of the fact that I would send this to, I would put it on Facebook, and people were like, oh, that's cool, but then they they'd be like, I I don't really get how to do all this. I just I just want the cheap flight. So that led me to thinking: Is there an easier way? Can I dummy this down? to make it very, very simple for folks who aren't as into it as I might be. Kind
1: of exactly like what you did with Extra Pack of Peanuts because you were going on all these forums and it's this like basically a different language. And then you're like, I'm going to decide to make a blog that will make this easier for people.
0: (laughs) Exactly. How can I dummy it down enough that people who are just regular people and aren't as into it as I am can understand? And that's why I say so easy that my mom can understand because she'll She'll go through a, f- a few hoops to get a deal, but she's not going to be as the, nerdy as as or as into it as I am. Right. So I started thinking about that. And then I thought the other big issue for me was that I had to go to this website. I had to go to the flight deal over and over again. I had to go to Secret Flying and check when of the new deals being posted. Or or you could also like follow it on Twitter. But I don't love Twitter. I'm not on it all the time and things like that. So I thought, well, what if I could just get notifications like wouldn't it be easier if you got a notification right away because when I got some of these awesome deals in the beginning we're talking 125 dollar tickets that you and I when we took that trip to, to Milan
1: yes to, to Italy yeah, and when 225
0: dollar we to... tickets to Madrid uh 300 tickets to Cape Town like we had all these cool adventures for cheap but It was because I was following all these people. And so people would ask me, well, how can I do that same thing? And I said, well, you just follow this, 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 you know, these five sites on Twitter. And nobody wants "Eh." to do that. Right. If you're like, if you love Twitter, maybe you'll do it. But most people like, eh. So I was like, well, why isn't there just an app that does this? Like so that you can be. Reactive, And you don't have to be proactive. The app is sending you the deal. And you just look at it and you decide yes or no in that instance. Yeah, I'm interested in this or no, I'm not. And if you are, then you go and find out more information. So that was about, you know, all that kind of was coalescing in my mind for about three years. And it really came to a head when we were in Africa. And if you guys want to listen to a podcast, it's I think it's called Why We Spent Seven Thousand Dollars for a Ten Day Trip. But we went to Africa with some good friends. We helped build a school there. We went on safari, and we're sitting around a campfire at the in the Maasai Mara in Kenya. One of your favorite trips
1: of all time, uh, absolutely one of the best trips.
0: And the two people there were Canadians, and they're like, "Yeah, why? Like, how can we do the same thing?" I'm like, oh, i follow these people on Twitter," and they're like, "No." No, Trav, Like just tell us when there's a good deal. And I thought, there has to be an easier way. So uh, one of the guys, there was a tech guy, I'm like, well, could you build an app? At first, I thought it would just be like a mobile website that sent you a text message because that was the first thing. I thought, well, can't we just send people text messages instead of emails because they have their phone on them all the time, but they're not always on email maybe. So first, I thought, can we just make something that sends you a text message as opposed to okay, an Okay, so not
1: even an app. It was more just going to be like a a push notification. Yeah, because I story. didn't
0: have any idea how to build an app. Yeah. So I thought, well, someone might be able to build a website that sends text messages. And this guy said, yeah, he, he could do it. And we started talking and then that, that fizzled out a little bit. I, we didn't even get very far. He was just engaged in a lot of other projects. and I. But I had this idea and I'm like, no, 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 this is it. Like sending people text notifications. Let's get them the information right away. I just saw that there was such a need for it because so many people from the EPOP community, people I knew kept asking me, how can I get good deals? And I had to keep giving that crappy answer of follow these people on Twitter. And I just was like, no. So it's waiting for someone to make it. And, and no one was. So then I happened to be at a party of a friend of ours, Rob, and we were just chatting and someone there followed my followed EPOP because of the fact that Rob had told him about it. And like, oh, we really like what you do, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but I, I'm really like hung up on this app idea or, you know, this idea of sending cheap flights out by text. And he's like, well, I run a company that, that makes mobile websites and does all this. I can help you. And it's like no way. This is <laughs> this is serendipity right here. So we got talking and he was on board and we started instantly. Like that night he went home and sent me something. It was like, "Hey, here's something that I I figured out in just like 2 hours." And it was it was rudimentary, but it kind of worked.
1: And how many years ago was that?
0: That was about 2 years ago. Okay. So then so then, you know, we go from idea for about a year. And, and just kind of talking about it and wanting someone else to build it. They didn't. And then t- about two and a half years ago, I met this guy and we started working on it. And that was a year process. And ultimately, that was when we were calling it airfare. And ultimately, it ended up not working for a few reasons. One, he was a developer, which was great. And he's really smart at what he does. But he was not able like, to see the user side of it. And I kept saying, well, it has to look better and this or that, or no one's going to use it anyway. They're not going to understand how to use it. He just wanted it to work. Didn't care what it looked like. The other issue was we were really intent on trying to make it the best possible thing ever. And I don't want to get all businessy and stuff like that, but we were not doing a minimum viable. We were like, well, what if we could scrape Google's website and get the calendar on our site? And it was real-time deals and real-time prices all on our on our site and our app, and um, everything's automated. But We tried to do that and Google didn't want you to do it. So then it would work for half an hour and then they'd shut it down. But he was dead set on us finding a way around to trick Google, which in hindsight seems silly. It's not going to work. And so we were just trying to create something that was what we like the best possible version of what we wanted. Gotcha. And it just ended up not working. So we did it for a year. We spent a year trying to make this work. And we just both ended up saying, like, he was like, hey, I, I can't get around this. And I was like, yeah, it's just not working. Like, we've been telling people this is going to come out for a long time. We just have to scrap the idea. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. But the, yeah, it, it was over.
1: Didn't work out. Now, at that point, were you just ready to give up on the idea altogether? Yeah, I,
0: I did. I, I mean, I gave up on it in that I thought, okay, well, now that we're even a year further into my idea, someone is going to come out with something that is what I want. So hopefully they do, and I can send every single person there.
1: But of course you want to be the one who's create I mean you've had this idea. Isn't, isn't there something to be said for that? Like didn't did you at all want to be that person? Were you sad that you thought that maybe, you know, someone else might build it, even though it was your idea?
0: For the first couple months, no, I was not sad because I was I'd spent a year and nothing happened. So I wasn't sad. I was just like, hopefully someone else figures this out. And there's a few things that came out that were like really like, they're not bad, but they just weren't what I was, like, people were trying stuff, but it wasn't what I had in my head at all. But I was hoping someone would hit, someone would come out with something so good that I could just point people to it for the first couple months, at least. You know, I kind of just pushed it by the way. So I'm like, well, that didn't work. No big no big deal, whatever. We're doing a ton of other stuff. It's not the end of the world. And that was probably about two, you know, again, a year and a half ago. And I started seeing, though, at that point, a site called Scott's Cheap Flights. People kept asking me about that, and that started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And essentially what they do is when there's a good deal, they send you out an email telling you there's a good deal, which was funny to me because I was thinking, well, this site has become really, really big now, but they're not doing anything more innovative than anything anyone else has been doing. But for some reason, they have just gained some mainstream attention, and they were written up in... You know, I was reading like The Ringer, which is a, a sports website, and they were written up there, and I thought, okay, now they've gotten pretty some, big. Yeah, some market penetration here. But they're still just emailing. Yeah. So now I know society or like it's it's starting to gain this traction, but they're still just emailing. But I put it in the back of my head and I thought, okay, well, that's that. They're doing this. Someone else is gonna pick up on this idea who knows how to make an app and they're gonna build an app.
1: Okay, so fast forward to one epic night on New Year's Eve.
0: That's right, in <laughs> of all places, Dublin, Ireland, and that's why we're sending people to Dublin. And what happened there? We were it was a New Year's Eve wedding. There was uh, some other online entrepreneurs there, some that I had met, some that I hadn't. We were there for a wedding for Benny from Fluent in Three Months and and his now wife Lauren. So we were there, and. We were just hanging out with all, I don't know, Heth, what would you say? Maybe 15 other online entrepreneurs that most of them we knew, but two of them or some of them we didn't. This guy comes into the wedding, into the row behind us, and I knew of him because he was part of... um, the World Domination Summit. He works at the World Domination Summit, which is a conference I go to all the time. You know, he just traveled in some of the same circles, but we had never seen each other. So I I knew of him, but I didn't really know what he did. He didn't have a blog or a site that I knew of. I just knew he was in that world somehow. He was sitting behind us and sort of turned around, introduced ourselves, and he had just flown in on a crazy... Like, he got a crazy flight deal and I where they flew into Madrid... Then came to then flew up from Madrid to the to Dublin for the wedding. So they got in, let's say the wedding was at 6. They got in at 5 p.m. and they were leaving at what 6 a.m. the next day. So they were there for twelve hours hours in Dublin. Because that was the flight that they had got that was like two hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. So he's telling me that story, and I'm thinking, whoa, okay, that's (laughs) crazy. Like you're crazier than we are. Like that's that's pretty insane. You're a crazy traveler. And so we just were talking that night and just getting to know each other. And his wife was really nice, and had we were both hitting it off with them. And he was standing on top of a table at one a.m. drinking champagne, <laughs> and Heather was trying to drink the whole, uh, the whole sh- what champagne okay. tower <laughs> worth yeah, of so champagne. There, there was
1: a champagne tower, and I just, I mean, it's a challenge. You don't want champagne to go to waste. You have to drink it. Sure.
0: And so <laughs> her and Nikki. And another friend, Steve from Nerd Fitness, were all trying to drink all the champagne and we were just having a good old time. So that was that. Then Nikki left. Like he he left. I, and I they, assume
1: he made his flight they, that they morning somehow. They made their flight. Somehow. said
0: it was awful. I think they stayed up the whole night. And that was that. Well, then I knew that I was coming, going down for a location indie retreat to Austin in March. And that wedding was New Year's Eve. So right in the beginning of January. And so I reached out to him again and just said, "Hey, we're coming down to Austin. I know you live in Austin. It'd be cool to meet up." And so we did. So we all met up in in Austin. Heth. it was cool. We went out for burgers, just chatted a bit. And I think we only met up one. No, we met up twice. Like we went out to get burgers, and we had a really cool time with him. And then he invited us to go to a concert or something like a few nights later, which we did. So that was great. And I knew that then that I found out that Nikki was an app developer. And that he was the one who created the World Domination Summit app, which I had always used at, at the conference, always thought was really cool looking, worked really well, really nice. So in my head, then I thought, all right, that's pretty neat. He's an app developer. He makes really nice apps. Maybe we'll work together at some point in the future. And and I would say that then probably in March, after we met in Austin, I knew he developed apps. So March of 2017 was really when the idea came back. And that was probably six to eight months after we had killed the airfare idea with the other developer. So it was a a good half year, a little more that it lay dormant. But at that point, I thought, wait, he creates apps. He knows how to do it. It's really nice. No one has made this still to this day. And I'm seeing that there's a big market for it. So that's when the wheel started turning again.
1: Yeah, I can imagine because, you know, when Trav gets an idea into his head, he just kind of starts like buzzing and he's like thinking about it all the time. And it doesn't really ever leave his mind. It's always like taking up this space for, until you do something about it.
0: Right. And one of the things we talk about in L.I., I always say if there's an idea that you absolutely can't kill, because there have been plenty of ideas that I have. That killed. is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm killing ideas, killing them <laughs> left and right. But if there's an idea that you just cannot kill like for whatever reason it keeps coming up you keep thinking this is it like this is a great idea i think it would be it would be awesome i really want or if you're thinking i really want someone else to make it because that's how much i want it everyone has one of those probably these ideas that they can't kill and for me it was it was what is now jetto is this idea of an app that sent you cheap flights and so when nicky was mentioned being an app developer in march okay fine we then were saying we were going out to the World Domination Conference in July. So once again, I was like, hey, let's stay in touch. So I don't even think we emailed or talked in between there. We, I think we probably became friends on Facebook and I saw what he was doing. Oh,
1: the Facebook friend request. Right, the
0: Facebook friend thing. So we were that, the Facebook friends at that point. But when we went out to Portland for the World Domination Summit in July, I told him like, oh, we got to meet. I know you're super busy. I know you're doing the app, but let's at least hang out. And so we hung out a little bit during the conference. And luckily for us, we were hanging out in Portland for a few weeks after, and he was hanging out for a couple of days after the conference. So we said, well, let's meet up after the conference when all your stuff is done and just chat and just chat. And I remember actually, I think I've told him this, being a little nervous because in my head at that point, I thought... I'm going to bring this idea up to him.
1: Yeah, which is funny to me because you hadn't really talked to me about it. You know, like after it kind of died with that first developer that you were trying to make it and, you know, I knew you still wanted to make it and I guess I knew that Nikki did the app for WDS. Well, I did know, but you never really... I don't, you, you played it off well because you didn't even really talk to me about it and it's not the type of situation where it's like, oh, I'm going to like see what can happen here... It's more just like things happen more naturally than the way that you're kind of portraying it. Like, I, I understand right, well, that, that you're nervous, but I didn't even know you were nervous because you
0: didn't even talk to me about I, it. I wasn't super nervous because I knew I was just going to try to bring it up and see where it went. But I also, I don't think, was expecting anything. Okay. So I think that it, it was. It was natural. It's not like I'm like, oh, let's yeah. meet up with Nikki, and then yeah. I'm going to go out for beer with him, and then I'm going to bring us yeah. up. But it, I mean, it was like that, but it wasn't the only <laughs> motivation. I was just thinking, cool, I want to see him. I want to hang out with him. And I, I want to bring up this app idea because he's a developer. So in my mind, actually, I don't even think that I went in thinking that he would be the one to develop it, but I wanted to run the idea okay, by get him get and basically advice. say, yeah, how hard would this be? Be to build. Should I pay someone? Do you, th- from your end as as the tech guy, do you think this is even feasible? Is it hard? Is it easy? Because I don't know any of those questions. So it's almost like just picking his brain on sure. the idea, not ever thinking that he would jump on it. Right. And so we went out to Culmination Brewing, and it was it was. I remember it was it was hot. We we're sitting outside. We were getting beers. We were chatting, and. He was talking about some ideas and the stuff that he was working on. He was kind of like, yeah, I'm in between some of these projects. And I've got this one idea. And he was actually talking about an idea that he had done that he was looking to revive. And he kind of said something along the lines of like, yeah, I just can't let it die. And I remember and I said to him, like, I've had this idea, too, that I cannot kill. I, I just can't get rid of it. And I told him the idea. And I'm like, it's an app. And can you give me your thoughts on what it would be? And I, I told him all this and he just looked at me he's like that sounds awesome you know that i love traveling you know that like when we first met it was because of this crazy cheap flight uh, you know would you be interested in having someone like in having me help you out and he actually told me like he was kind of nervous asking <laughs> and i was like thinking yeah of course so we just it was very organic because he wanted a project he's like i would love to work on this project like let's let's continue talking about like when we leave here let's schedule a call for when you get home or the next week or something so we can actually hash things out but we left with the understanding of yeah he wanted to work on it i was ready to give it another go and that we would try to make something together and then that was that would have been july 2017 and you know we basically pretty much it started there we started with Hashing out some of the details, what do we want it to do? What does it look like? You know, I filled him in on kind of my vision for it. He gave me some great ideas too, and that's what I loved about Nicky is that he's not just the developer, but he understands the user part of it too. He's not just a coder. He's like, this is why it should be like this, and he's come up with some amazing ideas for the app from a user standpoint, which sometimes I think developers get so ingrained in like the actual coding that they don't understand that but he understands both sides of it which is awesome and he understands the marketing and he obviously buys into the whole idea behind it we just want to help people travel so that that's kind of how it all came about and then of course we worked on building it from let's say August 2017 until officially like first getting on the app store in January of 2018 so it was a good 6 yeah. months of work to get it to where it could even be an app
1: but a pretty fast turnaround considering that you'd had the idea quite a few years ago tried to work it out with another developer and it's just goes oh, to the show you of things yeah, it was like the that's a blink of, of
0: an eye compared to the three and a half years that it's been percolating in my head
1: right and it just goes to show you the timing of things and like the natural progression of life is sometimes when you're an entrepreneur it's you know can be really frustrating because you have all of these ideas and you're not sure which one's to to let die and rest and which ones to revive or what's going to work and then you meet somebody and this happens a lot and happened with you and Jason from Zero to Travel when you work on these projects with someone and it just clicks and then the timing works out and just everything kind of starts flowing together and I would say that happened with you and Nikki as well.
0: For sure when we hopped on some of those first couple calls and we're just talking out all these ideas I knew it was going to work because I know every entrepreneur book's like, when you have a meeting, set a time limit, don't go over it. And we're sitting there like two and a half hours later because we are going off on a tangent. Like, well, what if we could do this and this and this and this, <laughs> and what if we had city guides, and then it would, and then you could click this button, and, and you know, we'd go off. We were both so excited about the idea that our mind, minds were running wild, which was which was good in the beginning because we knew, all right, this person as is, is in. As invested as I am, and they 're as excited as I am, and that 's important and then we had to work on dialing it back and saying, okay we don 't need city guides yet we don 't need this like talking about going back to that minimum viable product, which we weren 't doing the first time with the developer, was like what can we get out as quickly as possible that works, looks good, gives people what they want, and then what then get their feedback for what they what they want, what they want us to add, and so obviously it you know it took a few different Tries to figure out what exactly that was and, you know, where they going to pick airports and when are they going to pick the airports? Is it going to be before they make their account after, you know, all these little minutia things? But we at least got the big picture in of like the main goal is when there's a good flight that they get a notification that they can open it up, they can see all the information. What dates is it? What's the price? Is it round trip? Does it include check bags? And then if they want to, they can hit jet here. And it takes them to Mamundo or to Priceline and they can book it. And that's the heart of it is the idea that you're getting a deal quickly. You can see all the information within five seconds. If you think it's interesting, you hit jet here and then you play around with your dates and then possibly book it. That's, that's the goal. Everything else was extra. The right. city guides and the pictures and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: And it's really great that you guys could come to that conclusion of, you know, just kind of scaling back to get out this product that's, uh, f- that I can attest to is really awesome. Amazing. It looks beautiful. It's super easy to use. And I don't think there's a single person out there who doesn't want to find out about cheap flights.
0: Right. And that's, that's the other part is we make sure to curate it so that... We know that you don't want to be getting pinged if a regular ticket from New York to LA is $300 and we found one for $290. No one cares, right? But if we found one for $175 or $200, so usually that's our threshold. Like, Is it at least 35%, 40% off what it normally would be? If it is, then we better send it to you. Because again, you might look at your phone and say, eh, No, I don't care about it because I'm not going to go New York to L.A. in March. But maybe you get a ping that says New York to L.A. and it's in September and you've got a bit of time and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be able to do that or I'm at least interested in seeing that. So that was kind of the goal, too, is like make sure they're getting the deals that they want to see and make sure that those deals are good enough.
1: Absolutely. And I'm not sure that you've mentioned this, but another thing is people don't want to get pinged for every single deal that's out there, and you can actually choose which airports that you want to fly from. So, for example, like we live in Philadelphia, we can choose Philadelphia, we can choose New York, but we don't have to choose Nashville or another city. Yeah,
0: Austin or anything (laughs) like that. Exactly. That was the kind of the third component was... A lot of these sites, if you go to the flight deal and they do a great job, but you know, you're know you seeing a list of from like 10, 15, 20 cities. Well, you don't care about half those cities. Yeah. But could I you mean, get a if- notification from your city like that was what to us was like, let's let people tell us what they want and then give it to them.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a really genius way to do it. And it just makes it so much easier because then you can get excited when you get that notification because you know it's an actual option for you instead of when you're getting an email or you're checking Twitter or all these things. and You're like, oh, well, maybe I could take this flight if I first flew here or did this or, you know, all these other steps that you're not always wanting to do.
0: Right. And essentially, we just want uh, we kind of said as well that it's a It's an app for a spontaneous traveler because it is for those people who are so full of wanderlust that they get a notification. And even if, so the first biggest thing is that you get the flights that you might want to take. But my kind of secondary goal that I don't really like shout about or tell people is that I want them to see, even if they see a notification that they can't take that flight to dream about taking (laughs) that flight. So I want their day to be a little better when they see that Philly to Rome notification and they're like, well, I can't go to Rome because I I don't have vacation then or whatever. But let me just think about how cool it would be to be in Rome for a little bit and to continue to stoke that wanderlust because what happened with me and and the reason I know that that's like a big part of it is I'm a part of Trusted House Sitters and every day I get their emails about the house sits from around the world. And I don't put any filters. I just want to know about every house sit because then I'll open it up. I'll scroll through them. I'll be like, wow, there's a cabana in French Polynesia. There's a castle in Ireland. I'm not going to take these house sits. But it's just like, that's possible. It's the possibility. That's out there. That's fun. And it's just reminding me that there's so much opportunity out there in the world. And it was awesome when we got one of our first bits of feedback from someone who said, I haven't even booked a flight yet. But every time I get a ping, I smile (laughs) and I look at it. And it leads me to just dreaming about travel. And I thought, that's not the main goal, because we want to get you to cheap flights. But I love hearing that. A
1: secondary goal. Success. That's amazing.
0: That is it. And so that and that's the JETO app. And that's the JETO origin story. And I think a lot of times the best things to come about in this world, the best innovations and creations are because people want something to exist and they want to solve their own problem. And for me, it was how can I help other people get these cheap flights easier, better, quicker, make it be more clear and, you know, literally instantly they could they could book versus putting in all these codes. How could I do that? Cause my life would be easier then because I can tell my friends, get the app, here you go. And of course it's easier for me because now even though I was the nerd who was following people on Twitter and going to those sites, now I don't even have to. <laughs> exactly. Now I just sit there and get a ping to my phone.
1: Right, which is then really exciting for you as well. So it's even
0: it's even exciting. I'm gonna admit this. People <laughs> are gonna think it's even exciting when I'm putting the deal in and I hit launch and And then it pings on my phone. I still get excited, even though I know it's coming.
1: Even though you put the deal in yourself. Yes, I put the deal in. (laughs) I
0: hit launch. It pings like half a second later. And I still get excited thinking, yeah, that works. That's awesome.
1: You're like a kid in a candy shop. Exactly. So at the top of the show, you mentioned a trip to Dublin. I mean, let's talk about this because this is a pretty big deal. Yes. Who who doesn't want to go to Dublin, especially for free? Right. So the
0: our goal with Jetto is that it spreads word of mouth. And I know a lot of these cheap travel sites, that's how they've gotten big is spreading word of mouth because travel is fun, but it's even more fun with other people. And if you know people who love traveling, so if you're listening to this, obviously you love travel, but you probably know people in your life who get excited about travel too. It, travel is something that is always shareable right like totally shareable because people love having those experiences but they love other people having those experiences too so we thought all right what can we do to really get the word out about jeto what better way to get the word out than to run a contest where we are giving away a free flight to dublin so from any u.s or canadian airport you know any major u.s or canadian airport we will buy you a flight to dublin We picked Dublin because that's where Nikki and I met. And, you know, again, who doesn't want to go to Dublin? We'll also buy you your first Guinness. Okay, so we'll like Venmo you the money or PayPal you the (laughs) money for your first Guinness. We just wanted people to have something fun that they could enter this contest, have a chance of winning, and also share it with their friends. And by sharing it, then the word gets out about Jetto. So people are like, oh, man, I could win a trip to Dublin. Oh, who's sponsoring this? Oh, Jetto, What's that? Oh, it gets me cheap flights. Let me download it and check it out. So for us, we'd rather spend our quote-unquote marketing budget, and by budget, I mean out of our own pockets, but we'd rather spend that money giving someone a free flight and having other people help us spread the word to fellow travelers than put that towards some sort of campaign for Facebook ads or something like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because the whole point is to get out there and see the world and to go on a fun trip
0: right and and so we are giving away a free flight to dublin and i've actually i did talk well will buy you guinness and i did talk to our friend stephen mcphillamy at the dingle Milltown House, and he said if they come during a time that we have rooms i'll put them up for free as well so that that might or might not have it depends when you know you're booking your trip and things like that but you could also get free accommodations in dingle um from a good buddy of ours who owns a b&b over there an awesome b&b and you could meet the world's or ireland's biggest dog which yeah. lives at that bnb. Yeah, that's that you can find out all the information slash dublin That contest though does end on May 1st. So get in, get entered if you're listening right now, get entered and then when you share your link, like you you enter and you download the app and you put your email address in and then it gives you a link. When you take that link and share it on Facebook or Twitter or what have you or put it in an email to your friends and family, if they then enter the contest through your link, you get five extra entries. So the more you share, the much better chance you're going to have of actually winning the trip. And that we're incentivizing sharing because we want people to know about it and we want to get the word out. So that's that. You can go com slash Dublin. That ends May 1st at 10 p.m. Eastern. That contest is over. So if you're listening after that, after that, you won't be able to win a trance to Dublin, but we are doing a ton of giveaways. Like, that's going to be one of our promotional strategies going forward. And of course, you can still get the app. You can go to let's jetto, L E T S J E T T O dot com, and it's on Android and um, iOS.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned. I mean, this is really exciting. You might have some other fun promotional things coming up in the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, we definitely will. And we wanted to put it out to the podcast listeners because we know sometimes guys aren't on our email list. And we have been talking about Jetta on the email list for a month or so. Um, and a lot of people have joined. We've got a lot of ePoppers in there uh, on the Jetto app and things like that. And you've given us great feedback, and that's one thing that we're big on too. Give us feedback. It's it's new, so we're looking to see what's the what can make the best user experience. So we're always interested in feedback. But I know that every podcast listener has gotten those emails, so we wanted to let you know how it came about, why it came about. It's really because of people like you listening, the community around ePop, who are awesome travelers, and we're just trying to create tools that give you an even better chance at getting cheap travel and traveling more and spending less. And I think Jetta does an awesome job of it. I'm super proud of it. I think it looks cool. It works well. It's all I could have wished for three and a <laughs> half years ago.
1: Absolutely. You and Nikki have done an incredible job with the app. And it's just super exciting. I love it. I love looking at it. It's, I mean, coming from somebody who really likes aesthetics, I think it's such a beautiful app.
0: Thanks. I I do too. (laughs) Nikki did a fantastic job. And I I will give myself 10% credit for the looks because I tell him, like, hey, change this, change that. But he really took it, ran with it. And then I just gave him a few tweaks and he did a really, really great job. So, and you, you gave me a lot of feedback, Kath, when we were going through the original like mock ups and stuff. So it's really a team effort. Um, a, t- a small team, <laughs> that's uh-huh. for sure, but a team effort. So yeah, don't forget, guys, you can go to letsjetto.com or if you want to enter the contest to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash Dublin, you could check that out. Um, if you're traveling, don't forget, as always, Tortuga Backpacks, check them out, tortugabackpacks.com. Use that promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital so it'll get you 10% off. And for uh, as well, if you guys want to check the show notes for this show, which... Won't have anything really in it except for the link to Jetto, which is <laughs> com. But you can get that or all our other shows that we've done at com slash shows. Heth, thanks for hosting this one.
1: Yeah, no problem. It was really interesting, even though I would probably heard most of what you said. It's fun to kind of relive the experience, especially when it has such a happy ending.
0: Right. Especially when three and a half years in the <laughs> making turns into something that actually exists and people like and has a bright future. And we didn't talk about what we see for the future because we've got a ton of awesome ideas of making it more social friendly and giving you points for booking deals and sharing deals, all this crazy stuff. But ultimately, it's to get you cheap flights. And that's what's happening right now. So um, yeah, thank you guys for all the support, for the support of JetO, for the support of the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast you know extra pack of peanuts was our very first business the very first place we lived online it spawned everything else off from it so we really appreciate the support of extra pack of peanuts Um, without you guys we wouldn't be able to do all this kind of stuff so thank you for that support thank you for the support of the podcast it makes it the number one travel podcast on iTunes and of course until next time
1: happy free travels let's let's jetto
0: hey we did that without even planning it
1: I know I knew you were going to